January 1st, 2020, you made it a goal that you wanted to be a full-time YouTuber in one year. Yeah. Quite literally on the last day of that year, you put in your two weeks at your job, clocked out for the last time, and you're a full-time YouTuber. Yeah. What was that year like? Oh man, that that whole year was a blur. Bowser. Yep. What's up, hometown What's guy? Up, man? How's it going? It's going good. It's it's nice. It's always nice to meet people who are so close in vicinity who are doing amazing things. Yeah, you're like right down the road. Yeah. As I typed you in. got a sick spot, bro. The swamp ranch is what you call it. Yeah. What is yeah. that thing? What what's going on over there? Um, it's uh 21 acres. Okay. It's uh it's swamp land. It's zoned as ranch. So that's kind of how we got the name Swamp Ranch. Okay. Uh but uh yeah it's just we got a shop there we ride we mud sweet uh, is it pretty treacherous there's that when it gets uh real rainy is there some parts where uh you go yeah, mud yeah you can lose your uh machines out there for sure <laughs> yeah. we've had uh we've had quite a few casualties out there okay yeah how much like so you can quite literally lose a vehicle like just have it get ruined through mudding or what yeah there's a lot of breaking in this sport or whatever you want to call it uh yeah it's uh like when you're riding through the water you can't tell how deep it's gonna be Mm. it could just drop off on you so you have to be careful that i know my property so i know where all the holes are where to stay away from when it do you ever when like you're taking somebody out do you ever not tell them when they're about to go through a little bit of a deeper hole just so they can get you know uh or is that something you let people know? No, it's not. <laughs> I, I let them know. I have let people know in the past, okay. and they still go in it. And it's like I told you so. <laughs> like, but I, I let them know just because it's like it's yeah. a lot of money, man. So it's like, but uh, yeah, for the most part, you can pretty much do your thing out there. You just kind of got to know where to stay away from, and that kind of comes natural with it too. Like when yeah. you feel it start to drop off, you can be like, all right, do I want to try this? Do I want to back out and yeah, mudding's really, really cool on the, especially the big like one seater ATVs and stuff. Yeah. It looks like you're riding a, you know, a horse or something when you're getting down in there. Yeah, it's crazy how far they've come. I've rode since I was like four years old. You know, before okay. that is Power Wheels, and uh, my first four wheeler had it was like a eighty something Honda. I actually have the same one at the house, but it has zero suspension. Like the tires oh, of the golly. suspension. Yeah. So, which they had suspension back then, but for like the even the kids' four wheelers now, mm-hmm. they're just real smooth and the performance is insane. Funny enough, I had a four wheeler when I was three years old, just a real tiny one. I, I don't know really what it was, but yeah. I broke my leg in three places on it. Oh, shoot. And I remember I got to the hospital and I found out kind of what the real world was. Cause I was, my leg was so hurt that I couldn't really speak. I was just like, I broke it in three places. I'm three years old. I, yeah. I just learned how to talk, bro. Yeah. And I remember them interviewing me and then interviewing my parents to see what actually happened and stuff. And oh, you damn. know, when you get to the hospital, yeah. they almost interrogate your parents sometimes when you're little and get hurt. Yeah. I was fortunate enough. I've never broken a bone ever. Damn, what? In my, yeah. In my life. And your I'm line like, of I'm work. Lucky. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like crazy, but I know my limits. I've pushed them here yeah. and there. But uh, I've gotten lucky, for sure. It takes a bad spill to break a bone, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A real ba- Have you seen... Because um, 
because you go to uh, all the events you get invited out to have you ever seen some crazy crashes in person yeah um nothing too crazy uh, a, a, like some crazy close calls um my buddy actually frac just fractured his arm um he's lucky that's all that happened but uh, sweet yeah. uh yeah he uh he has nos on his four-wheeler and <laughs> they're belt driven and he was hitting it for about 10 minutes just skimming across the water and the belt broke so it just sent him flying the over the four-wheeler went tumbling forward mm. landed on him but uh yeah yeah that that's what happened to me was i fell and then my leg actually got into the under part beneath the wheel oh and so it spun and flipped too yeah. and it you know turned my leg a different way dang you got caught in it yeah it <laughs> so i haven't it touched bad. it i haven't touched a four-wheeler since yeah I don't <laughs> that's my yeah. biggest nightmare this this episode's my biggest nightmare right now. <laughs> oh, terrifying shoot. no dang. um so i kind of want to get into your journey uh especially in recent years because you have this video that kind of hit deep for me where january 1st of 2020 you made it a goal that you wanted to be a full-time YouTuber in one year. Yeah. Quite literally on the last day of that year, you put in your two weeks at your job, clocked out for the last time, and you're a full-time YouTuber. Yeah. What was that year like, that journey? What, what did you have to do? Oh, man, that, that whole year was a blur. Like, it, it all happened so fast. Um, pretty much, I, I set that goal for myself. Um, like on New Year's, that I wanted to quit my job. And uh, it was a pretty crazy goal because, you know, yeah. one year is very short time to do that. Um, but uh, I had to cut everything else out of my life that wasn't involved with that, including cutting my hair. That was one of the reasons why I was like, I can't cut my hair until I quit my job uh which i ended up doing and then i regretted it so i grew it back <laughs> but uh yeah i just it is i just grinded like you know it was uh -huh. like 18 hour days um you know because i was still working and then i'd have to film and edit when i got off work and then work on the machines make sure everything's going um some traveling was involved i used like my two weeks notice right before the end of the year to like give myself the extra push. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, as I don't know. Uh, so being boring, I feel like is a good thing to do. Cause you kind of said that year you just didn't really do much except for the work itself and the traveling itself. I feel like, uh, to be successful at times you kind of have to, you have to subtract subtracting like all those extra you got to be set on one goal mm -hmm. and then the family and then friend, you know, all yeah. the remedials that comes with being a good human. Well, that was really hard for me too, because like I, I set such like a short time limit for myself yeah. to do this. So, I mean, like I I've missed Thanksgiving or like Thanksgiving was at my house and I'm sitting there welding on my mm. side by side, but you know what I mean? I'm still there. Where's cold at? All there. <laughs> So it's like, uh, I, I had to cut a lot of that out, you know, birthdays, um, yeah. baby showers, all that. Looking back, I'm glad I did it, but I wouldn't do it again because it took a lot out of me. Um, I would see in videos, 
um, where I just couldn't have a conversation, like, or I didn't hear someone because I was in mm, my head, yeah. like focusing on the next move, and I didn't notice it then. But I edited my videos, so like when I go back and see the raw footage, I'm just like. Oh man, if, if, like <laughs> I just straight ignored them. Why yeah. didn't they say something to me? Like, <laughs> you know, and uh, that's how I noticed, but I didn't really notice that until the end of the year, right before that last like push to get myself to quit my job. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Was, yeah. Congrats. What uh, was there a moment where something happened during your career where you were like, oh yeah, I can definitely do this full time? Like, what part in that year were you like, this is real. My goal's right there. I can um, quit this job. I just, I knew from the beginning. Sweet. Like, like in, in my head, it was like, I'm quitting my, like, uh, there's no choice. There's no other option. I'm Burn quitting. the boats. And it was like, I, I think the hardest thing to do was, like, um, convince everyone. Like, my dad. He was worried when I said that, of course, he him being a parent, he's going to like question me on it. And he he would keep using the word if. And finally, one day I was like, yo, there's like quit using that word. It's going to happen. Like, yeah, you know, and I think like once I kind of said that to him, I saw like a complete turnaround and he's like, well, how can I help? And uh, he's like, if I go out and buy this 650, this brand new four wheeler and lift it up, will that help? I'm like, yeah, but you know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's a lot of money. No, I'm, like, I'm only making this much. Like, he's like, no, but I want one. Like, and you can build it and it Sweet. ended up working, you know, like having a support system's so important huge and you have to earn yeah. that respect especially kind of in the content game yeah oh for sure you have to earn it but you know it you know you can yeah. do it because well, you're, you're consistent but yeah well they have to believe in you and uh like i'm 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 a giver so it's hard to receive like even with like sponsors and stuff it's like my friends would tell me oh you can get that much. and i'm like no no i that's just I'd rather give them more. Well, in reality, I'm actually giving them a lot. Otherwise, they wouldn't yeah. be coming back. So I realize that now. But um, yeah, so it was hard for me to accept help. But it was still there if I needed it, like when I really needed it. So Sweet. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the love language with mudding and off-roading? What's so special about it to you? Dude, it's just a getaway. It's a getaway? Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, one of the reasons why I bought my four wheeler was just to like re release some stress, like just kind of get away. And the outdoors, you you just feel so free out there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can go wherever, and it, it, there's a little bit of challenge. And the whole community is just like it's not like going downtown Orlando and like you're in line and no one wants to talk. Like people yeah. just come up and talk to you or you can go up to anyone and talk to them Sweet. and everyone's cool for the most part i mean it is growing there's a lot more you know it's a growing industry so there's a lot of people new to it that don't yeah. really understand the whole culture but and then they get used to it so in the beginning they're a little standoffish but um i like for the most part it's just all love yeah, bro. I I knew nothing about mudding and off roading. I knew it existed. You know, I had my boys who would go off roading and mudding, but uh, being introduced to the culture, I was like, oh, there's like phrases. Speaking of, 
phrases. Yeah. How was your night last night? That's like your tagline. Yeah. When yeah. did that happen? What? Where did that come from? All right. So uh, my dad's buddy came out and uh, he came out to the ranch. He took some vacation and he had a rough night the night before. Uh, he had... <laughs> Uh, we have a video of him. Um, he was pulling in the winch cable. Well, he was supposed to hold it tight and, uh, they were winching it in. Well, he thought it was tight, but it was still loose. So like he went to like lean back and he just fell back <laughs> and like into the mud. Um, but yeah, he was just gone. So the next morning he was looking all rough. We were out there cutting <laughs> some trails yeah. and stuff and I, I just could tell like he was just not feeling it so I laughed and I was like how was your night last night and uh I just kind of threw it into uh my intro because I thought it was funny and people loved it yeah. I took it out of my video one time and uh they're like put it back in so yeah you can't like, take it out dude I was like all right I'll put it back in <laughs> it just kind of stuck I was wondering what that context of how was your night last night I was assuming it was something where a guy just kind of had a bad night and yeah. you were just poking fun at him yeah you know? that's exactly what it is yeah. like we'll still use it like it's we do the same thing to each other like my friends mock me for it when I have one of those nights yeah. or whatever so it's funny you kind of have a close friend that does some of the content with you J-Ball yeah what's yeah. it like having him close to you Oh man, J Ball dude, like he's one of my best friends. He's one of my biggest supporters, really, too. Um, and like in the beginning he wasn't he didn't want like really any part of it. I actually asked him, I was like, yo, like, 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 do you want me to leave you out of it? He's like, No, I don't care. Like, and I was like, just so you know, like you're gonna people are going to know you more now. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, yeah, it's cool. And like, he, he really didn't want anything to do with uh, social media at all. Like, you know, he posted side by side and stuff, but he didn't really care about that. He never watched YouTube or any of that yeah. stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I've seen him like grow into what he is now. With His mullet like, is insane. His yeah. mullet. <laughs> yeah. He gets a lot of comments about that. And, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if he cuts it off, he's done for sure. Like he's he's done as so. So you introduced J Ball to kind of like the YouTube stuff. Does he? Because I see he posts TikToks and stuff. I'm just curious. Does he make videos too? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, he's actually getting more this year. Is like when he's actually taking it serious. He sees an opportunity. Sweet. You know, he's a businessman, so um, he's like, like, and we've had the talks about it. I'm like, dude, like, you know, you could just start your own thing and right roll with it you can make money off of it it's free money pretty yeah. much i mean you got to work for it some as far as editing it does take time but i mean it's right there you know yeah. everyone already knows you people want it so um he's doing his thing on tiktok um actually i'm slacking on it i need a i need a on youtube and tiktok yeah the fans are mad dude they're yeah. wanting more youtube videos uh, I know, dude i know man I, I, it, they're coming soon they're coming soon. okay or this camera they're coming soon yeah <laughs> yeah because it's, it's so i saw it's been about five months since you posted a youtube video yeah so you have some in line some ideas that you're yeah um i stopped making them to work on my build uh, for the most part, and because I've seen the money in TikTok as well. I'm having yeah. fun with skits. Yeah. My thing is, it felt like um, a job, again, mm. whereas in the beginning, it was fun. Like, I enjoyed it, and I feel like they came more natural. Mm. Um, so, like, I just, I just don't see myself doing anything I don't enjoy. 
You know what I mean? That was the whole reason why I got into YouTube is because I didn't enjoy turning wrenches. You know what I mean? I wanted something else. So, like, I'm not in it to make a bunch of money. If it comes, it's cool. Um, I hope it comes so I can continue doing this. But uh, as long as I can live and do what I want, you know, my bills are paid. I'm happy. And I'm just enjoying the journey on the ride. And so... uh, TikToks. So the skit comedy is kind of more what you're enjoying right now. Yeah, I'm having fun with that. And it teaches a lot about the culture of mudding, too. Because yeah. a lot of your skits, it's like, oh, the, the guy who litters with, you know, the beers yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And you got to tell him not to litter. And- yeah, there's there's normally not a lot of that. Like I said, the industry's growing. So there's like a lot of other people that just, you know, buy a side by, that have money and buy a side by side and come out there. Um, for the most part, p- people are pretty good, but there are some groups out there that will litter and I like to call them out for it because I mean, no one else does. Right. So, but, uh, I'd say the same thing to their face. So I, I kind of call them out in videos yeah. here and there for it. You know, surprisingly, I'm more introverted when it comes to like strangers and being out in public, but I've seen somebody litter out their car door before. Yeah. There's been a couple of times I'm like, tonight's the night I pick up that seven up and, <laughs> yeah. you know, throw it on the windshield. <laughs> Like, find yeah. a trash can, dummy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I just, like at mud parks, everyone knows who I am, and I take that into consideration. So, I, I mean, I can just kind of see someone litter and just pick it up and throw it away. And that right there is a loud yeah. enough statement, for me at least. You know what I mean? People will see that and be like, and in hopes that, True. oh, Colt Jean don't like that shit. So, yeah. maybe I won't do it. That's a much smarter way to go about it than the yeah, way I yeah. <laughs> Yeah, try to avoid yeah. conflict or, you know, drama, but, uh, you know, actually say something at the same time yeah. without words. I feel like the world is a is a small town, yeah. and especially when you start making videos and start, you know, actually influencing people in positive ways. It's like, oh, gosh, I have a responsibility to meet that guy at the gas station and like, you know, make an impression. Yeah. Make yeah. sure. Yeah. It's my buddy. He is a rapper. His name is False Chris. Okay. Um. I met, I did some shows in Miami and I met him there and he came up to me, shook my hand, introduced himself, said he loves my stuff. The way this kid interacts with people is he's always trying to learn who you are and he's always trying to touch soul to soul. Mm-hmm. And he, when he posts his music, he's got like eight, 9,000 likes, 200 comments. And every comment is like people I know too. Just yeah. they're like, we love false. Like you're awesome, man. That's the like if you treat the world like a small town and you take everybody and treat them like equals, bro, mm-hmm. your content will get a lot of love. Your brand will get a lot of love. You'll get a lot of yeah, love. Yeah, you'll get the world's a, lot a small of love. town. Uh I get I get messages from parents all the time when I meet their kids or whatever at the park and uh they always take time to like thank me and cool, you know, how far it goes. And it's just like, no, like you don't understand what it's like for me, how cool that is for me. It it doesn't get old, you know, especially the kids. I'll have grown ass men run up to me, just hype and And that will get me chilled. And it's like, dude, I'm a normal dude, but thank, you know, it's all love. It's support. And, uh, I dig that. That's it's, it feels awesome. Whenever I'm down, I'm like, all right, I gotta go to an event, you know, cause I know my people will bring me up. Yeah. And uh, keep me going. How many events are happening kind of in mudding and off-roading? Every weekend or oh, dude, is it you, pretty rare? Yeah, you can go like every weekend Sweet. if you're talking the country. Um, but I mean, as far as Florida, there's a lot of truck events in Florida. Um, those are like the big ones. 
Uh, there's a couple parks around, but uh, I like to travel. I like to meet new people, see new places. Um, when you ride as much as I do, um, like you want to go different spots. But yeah, yeah, I could go like every weekend if I wanted to. Sweet. But, you know, it's just the... What are those events like, the mudding events? They differ. Um, you'll have your smaller parks and then you'll have your big party events where it's just like chaos and um uh to sum them up it's just i don't know everyone's just out riding around drinking partying is there a lot of brands there too with like so for events do some brands that sell you know utility things or maybe stickers and stuff do they show up yeah like for like the bigger ones they have like vendors out there vendors um like some of the big vendors or local vendors um as far as like brands there are some mud brands out there um but I, they come and go i feel like yeah um or they're more of like a local thing uh it it all depends i mean but yeah for the, like the big events there are like actual vendors it's more for like parts and stuff yeah you're a bit of a pioneer man kind of what you, i mean in mudding and off-roading is there somebody else who's kind of really really pit um recording it on the map and posting it on youtube uh, is yeah. there some features honorable features you can mention um i mean i i started off watching Austin cruiser which is okay. like uh he doesn't like when uh people say this but like the og he's the og of like can am oh, yeah. and uh youtube and he was the one he's been doing it for shoot probably 12 to 15 years i don't know a long time sweet um, so I remember what's his name? I wanna look I wanna see Osta Cruiser. The O S T A Cruiser. That's an interesting name. He's up there in Canada. Um shout out Osta Cruiser. They're getting down up there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Okay, sweet. Yeah, Canada, like them boys up in Canada, they just they have skeg up there. So it's like it's like a lake with like a mat of like I don't know, like almost like hay and mud mixed together. It's hard to explain. I've never seen it. So, um, but it's like, it's like a floating mat and you can just pin it through the whole thing and hold it wide open. And, but there are like some holes, some soft spots that you can fall in. And depending on how deep that lake is, you could lose, like actually lose your stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, them, them boys up there are, are wild. Sweet. The Canadians, man, they get down, I oh, guess. Yeah. Eh? They do for sure. Um, what's the most like uh Florida thing you think you've done? Like if you if you could point at it and be like, yeah, that's a Florida thing I've done. <sighs> Dang. You just went through a hundred examples probably <laughs> in your head. Like, well, I did that and then uh off the top of my head, I don't know if this would be like a Florida thing, but my buddy Reed Hansen, he's a eleven or twelve time world wake wake skating champion sweet um he came out to the swamp and we took his wheel and tire off and put a rim on his truck and then rolled a rope around it and ran it across our swamp and then uh we hit the gas and pulled him across our swamp on the wake, wake skate. that sounds like a florida thing to do i like it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it it pretty dope so you're you're pulling the truck and the truck no, we parked the truck and we okay. put it on jack stands and then we just put like a rim on there okay. and we wrapped this rope around it 
Yeah, we wrapped it up enough to where we can hit the gas and pull them. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Our, uh, one of my buddies went first, and he's, uh, like, the turbo kicked in, and it yanked him, and he went tumbling down. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, dude, when I was, it's crazy. When I was a kid, I guess I was crazy, because nowadays I don't be doing anything like this, but there was a, a pit, and there was a bunch of trees, and I mm -hmm. took this, like, uh, tarp, and I tied it with ropes on each of the trees to make like a little homemade trampoline. And so I climb this tree and I jump onto this. I'm alone, dude. This, yeah, there ain't no yeah. neighborhood kids with me. It's just me doing this. I jump from the tree to like jump on the tarp, get the biggest jump. I just go straight to the tarp yeah. and I land on my back <laughs> on a rock and I'm just sitting there groaning. Oh, yeah. yeah I've, I've had some falls like that where it knocks the breath out of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing I won't ever do again. I also remember riding my bike. Um, and I hit one of those curb stops, parking curb stops. Mm -hmm. I hit it. I meant to go over it, but I hit it and it kind of stopped me and I mm -hmm. got the wind knocked out of me for the first time. And I remember laying there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm dead. <laughs> like the first time you get the wind knocked yeah. out of you. Oh yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's the last breath right yeah. there. That happened to me a lot when I was a kid. Um, I've, I have fallen off my four wheeler when I was a kid. And one time I fell off. Well, someone else was driving and it happened to me and I was like, ugh. <laughs> and he's like talking to me and I'm like <laughs> yeah yeah I thought it was it was uh, such a hot summer day too it sucked you and like the itchy grass it, yeah. it, was, it was miserable speaking of itchy when it comes to mudding when you get splashed with mud all over the face and I'm, sometimes you probably feel it go in your ear real hard yeah are you, are you ever scared of like bacteria and stuff or is that kind of like yeah, no fuck all that yeah no, like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was out there like i threw a, a quarantine party at my house and sweet like, so i feel like and every no one got sick from it that i know of but uh right. yeah i threw a quarantine and that was like one of the things that helped blow me up because like you know during covid and everything yeah. that was big for youtube but no i no i never really think think about that kind of stuff sweet. you do hurricane parties uh not anymore i mean i've kind of died out on the parties lately okay. i used like i used to throw big parties before all this and then uh you know now that i'm riding and everything i have like riding parties so it's you can't you can only make them so big because yeah. you know there's trucks and trailers coming there's only so much room to park but uh but i i, I should throw a hurricane party the last couple ones been at night so it's like yeah you know it's kind of hard What's the terrain like after a big hurricane? You go out uh, into the swamp ranch after a big hurricane? We've had some, like, actually that um, quarantine party, we had a big storm come through and there's like a tornado warning, bad tornado warning. And the, I don't know, it, it makes it better um, because it was kind of dry when I started the party. And then it just made all the trails like soupy and slippery and... Um, yeah, it, it makes it better, especially with a limited. You can have windows and AC and everything. Yeah. It's, kinda... it's like a euphoric feeling sitting in shelter when there's a big storm, especially with a lot of people. Yeah. It's like we're all safe in here and yep. then you hear the wind flying by. Some people are sitting outside. Uh, yeah. And in our shop, it's like tin roof. So it's just like makes it sound even worse than yeah. what it is. So, yeah, it's it's a good time out there. Um, can you count how many toys you have on a hand or do you have a bunch of different toys? I have three. You have three? But there's probably like 
30 at my house. Sweet. People park them there. They're just like, hey, can yeah. I park it here? Cool. Yeah, Use it when you want. And then uh, my dad will work on like little odd jobs here and there. Okay. Yeah, I remember uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Have you ever seen that movie? When yeah. uh, they take the car for a ride and then they reset the yep. speedometer all the way back. Mm-hmm. Or not the speedometer. What's that called? Well, right. I actually, I try to drive. Uh, yeah, it, it was a speedometer. Okay. okay but right. uh, I try to drive my buddy's stuff just because... Like, if they don't show up for a while, I'm like, dude, your battery's going to be dead. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I try to start it, but there's so many. I forget they're there sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this one's here. Mm. forgot about that one. But has anybody, have you seen people take stuff like Honda Civics out there? Do people ever take some really goofy rides? Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, you see some crazy stuff, dude. Like, like a like Nissan some, Altima flying like, through. Like the- some redneck ingenuity like yeah like and kids will be riding around on like some homemade lawnmower jacked up and yeah you see some crazy stuff yeah dude i'm from iowa bro i know all about the lawnmowers john deere okay that's where i came from i lived right off john deere road baby yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, they they mud those out there and uh yeah you any anything that moves you know i mean any as long as you can get out there and ride they'll, (laughs) they'll bring it uh, now, like the ATV parks are more strict on like, you know, you can't you can't take trucks and cars out there just because yeah. it's like you're mixing ATVs and trucks. But they have truck events where they're all mixed together, um, but they're more like party events. There's not like I like to trail ride. I'm not there for the party. Okay. I'll, I'll stop by the party, say what's up. But I'm Make I like ride. Like yeah. if I start to get blocked in, like I, I'm I'm leaving. Right. Yeah. It's uh the relationship between BMX riders, skaters, and scooter riders. Does that relate at all to like people who show up with an ATV and then people who show up with a side by side and then people who show up with a makeshift golf cart? I mean, we we can all ride together. Right. It, it is better like like if I'm on a four wheeler, I don't want side by sides to be with me unless I'm like filming or something. But like when I'm on a four wheeler, I I really don't want a big group. Um, cause I want to cruise as fast as I can. Mm. I'd say like two to four is the perfect number. Okay. Um, in the side by side, I don't care. I'll ride with big groups cause it's more of like a cruise for me, at least in my side by side. Yeah. Um, you can get the fast ones. The thing about side by sides is you can build them for like so many different things. I'm sure you're from up North is you guys ride side by sides up there. People have side by sides, but it's usually just in the garage. Yeah, and then you pull it out to get the mail from down the oh, driveway. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, more like a around the house. Yeah, farm. at least from where out where I was from in Adel. Yeah, yeah. the well, I mean, um, you can go up into the mountains like Moab or Wind Rock and stuff like that, and that's probably going to be like one of my next builds. But for the like, the mudding and everything, um, yeah, side by sides are just more for like cruising around and. You got your cooler, your jams, all that. Sweet. My dream vehicle used to be a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. Uh, when I was like 16, I'm like, oh, I'll save up some money, get a beat down, maybe like, you know, 2003 yeah, soft top. No, they're, ex- they're, they're expensive. Yeah. They hold their value. Yeah, for sure. What in the world, bro? Yeah. I can't. I went, I was searching for a car. Uh, I was buying a car at like 19. Mm-hmm. I was searching for cars and there wasn't a single Jeep Wrangler old enough that was less than $27,000. Yeah. Like, Yep. What they, the yeah, they definitely hold their value. You ever t- take uh, Wranglers out there? Uh, 
my sister has. She bought a brand new one. Sweet. And I think my dad drove it out through there. She like hit one little mud hole through it or whatever. But I used to have a Jeep XJ. Okay. And that that thing was fun. Um, it was before I had my Can Am. And uh, so every anytime someone would come out, I'd show them the property in that. And I drove that thing smacking rev limiter all the time. So uh. <laughs> it would just be a ride. And there's like no headliner and these these little screws poking up so they got to be careful not to hit their head on the screws <laughs> it was it was wild oh my gosh yeah so we we touched on this question kind of a little bit but i want to ask uh like how has the mudding and off-roading culture evolved or changed through recent years has there been some big things that's kind of switched um dude, it's it's just growing so fast if you look back just even since I started YouTube, which is, I think, three years ago, maybe four. Yeah, about three years ago. Just so much has changed. I mean, the big side-by-sides used to be like 40-inch, 42-inch. Now, like, like 50s is normal for a big side-by-side. And then they have up to like 72-inch bounty hole buggies. And Gosh. Like, it, it's insane, man. Like, how far the industry's come, it's, it's, and it's, Still growing. So it's I just mean, getting more and more gnarly. It's like yeah. bigger and better. Yeah. It, and I don't know when it's going to stop. Like my buddy's on, he just finished his build on 50s and now he's talking about going up to 52s. Mm-hmm. Like just another, you know what I mean? It's yeah. never going to stop. So I'm I'm doing my best to fight going bigger as long as, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the steps up. Yeah. Which instead of just jumping right to big, because dude, it, it's expensive. Like you get up, you you break a lot of stuff and mm. um the bigger you go the easier it is and for me as much as i ride i don't want to be working on it so much every time because it takes up a lot of t- a lot of my time yeah does it break almost every time you go out if you're really riding does something happen oh yeah if i'm yeah. really riding I, like i'm breaking something sweet like, period um, is that how you judge if you really rode it or not like when you get back is there something a little messed up this uh, thing's dangling off yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean, sometimes you have those breaks where it's like, ah, oh, what the heck? Yeah. Like, why that break? that tree branch grabbed on the back yeah, or something? Or like stupid stuff, like a bolt backing out or oh, something. Okay. Like, and then like you know, but um, yeah, like you, I pretty much every time I go out, expect to break something, especially on my four wheeler. Like, it's just like I, I already know, like, okay, the way I ride it, I'm not gonna tone down. I'm gonna ride it how I like. I bought it for a reason, yeah, you know, to yeah. ride the shit out of it. So, um, yeah, I expect to break something on that every time I ride. Dude, humans are interesting because we get into, we get super into things and then we just keep going up and up and up. Yeah. And I like how responsible you are about it saying like, you know, you're doing the increments because you got to set this, the tone as especially content creators in the business. Yeah. All the kids who are going mudding every weekend are watching a Colt Jean video when you drop it, you know? Yeah. So you kind of got to set that tone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there are some other channels out there with some big stuff and they see it. It's just, yeah, I just like, I mean, it's expensive. dude. If it wasn't for sponsors, like yeah. I really wouldn't have been able to lift mine this big. You know what I mean? Like, so um, like I, I go to these mud parks and dude, you'll see millions, tens and 20 million dollars worth of shit just like out there it's crazy because if you you count if you're going you need a truck and a trailer at the very least and then you could sleep in a tent or 
a lot of people will get an RV and like some people will show up in like semis, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like the money in it is ridiculous. And that's not counting the side by sides. People have like a hundred thousand dollars or more wrapped up in some of these builds. And, uh, yeah, it's just crazy if you think about it and how many people are out there. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of money in it. I know probably a lot of the young guys who get into it probably get that summer job at 16 yeah and then they save up and they buy their first four-wheeler and yeah. whatnot yeah well like i said you can get in like with like there's levels to it um like i would say what i ride is like one of the more expensive ones um but i mean i rode a honda before which is more cheaper and more reliable you aren't breaking as much um there's not as not as much power so you know so, so you're pro honda yeah oh yeah I oh like yeah Hondas. okay oh i love honda is that Hondas. an on- i saw one of your skits is it an ongoing yeah. thing where honda drivers are yeah like some of, some of the people will comment on there like what do you have like what's like you have a problem with hondas I'm, yeah I'm like no dude i have a honda it's in the video like i like hondas uh i just prefer to ride a can-am there's more power um but hondas are fun too you can go out there and just beat on them and laugh and like make it back to camp without worry you know like yeah. you know it, it's different you know what i mean yeah they're they're, they're two two own things uh-huh how hard is it to mud like so i've never actually went mudding yeah would you say first go you tell me kind of what to do how to do it and help me when i'm stuck could i slam some of the bigger holes or is it kind of like you're gonna get stuck you're not gonna be able to no get yeah it's, it's something anyone can do i mean there are risks uh for the machine and yourself True. depending on how hard you go you know these uh my four-wheeler weighs like 1100 pounds yeah you know so that thing falls on that you. that weighs as much as my ex-girlfriend man. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, no. <laughs> so you know there are risks to it um that's why i kind of started wearing a helmet growing up in florida no one really wears helmets down here and when i quit my job i realized you know i had a couple scares and uh i was like yeah like i kind of have something to live for i don't want to be brain dead i'm riding more like the yeah. you know the chances of me getting hurt are higher now so uh but yeah it's something anyone can do um you may get stuck more but you you learn it a lot of people will get in and just think that like flooring it is going to get you know that out that'll depending on what it is it'll dig you deeper and yeah. like you know so there there are some tricks to it Okay. But and there is a little bit of work involved. You can you can get in some holes that will tire you out. Um, but you know, that's the fun of it. Like, you know, you get a you get to talk shit when someone gets stuck and rag on them and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, mess with each other. Especially like Honda drivers. Especially when they yeah. get stuck. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So personally, what's the most insane thing you think you've driven out there? Um I would say I really like the Can-Am Maverick RR. Sweet. Um, I'm going to look up just, a picture. That's probably going to be my next side-by-side, actually. Like, I've driven some crazy builds out there. I yeah. try not to drive other people's stuff just because, especially four-wheelers, because I don't know who worked on it. And, like, I'm real big on, like, on four-wheelers, especially. Like, everything's tight, you know, like the way I ride them, if there's like a loose bolt or something, like I don't want it to be a mechanical failure. 
like how I get hurt. You know what yeah. I mean? I always picture like a tire falling off going fast. I'm sure people who like have really sick toys and they see you at one of the events are probably like, Colt, please drive my thing. Yeah, yeah, Do they I ask? Had that. Not as much recently, but in the beginning, like when I rode my four-wheeler more, everyone wanted me to wheelie their yeah. four-wheeler. And like I would do it here and there. Like if it's a brand new one, we're like, yo, I just bought this. I'm like, yeah, I want to ride that anyways. Let me see. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> like I, I just try not to. One, like the way I ride, like it, it's a lot of wear and tear on them. So it's like, if they want me to like actually turn up, turn up, like sign this I contract. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to break something on it. I'd feel bad. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, mainly it's just the I don't know who worked on it is my my biggest thing. So, um, yeah, I kind of try not to. And a side by side, I cruise it around. I'll yeah. do that because I'm not driving all crazy and stuff. So when you're not working on your cars and when you're not or your vehicles and when you're not mudding and off roading, kind of what are you doing day to day, man? Dude, it's this, 100%. 100%. I love I love asking like, that question because this is the second time I've asked this question uh, mm-hmm. on a guest interview. They always say, that's all I do, man. This yeah. is what I do. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I eat, breathe, and sleep this stuff. Sweet. Like, dude, I'll fall. Like when I'm in build mode especially, that's like when I really, like I become a hermit crab and I'm yeah. just like, I'm thinking about it nonstop Sweet. to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, I got to stop thinking about this because it's driving me crazy. <laughs> but I just want it done at this point. But yes, yeah, it's, it's all this. It's all I can do to, you know, I have goals um, that I've met. And I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of cut back from YouTube is because I set all these goals for myself and it, it felt like they came too easy in a way yeah. you know like they came too quick and i kept going just on that same lo- without setting new goals yeah so i'm i'm kind of trying to figure that out and what i like the most because like at the end of the day if you don't like what you do you aren't going to succeed in it True. you know you got to love it you got to like like be excited to wake up every day and go out and get it and uh I'm finding that again now. You know what I mean? So, uh, you pulled Danny Duncan views. Like, a lot of your videos I was looking through and I'm like, oh my gosh, these are great videos. But then they're getting like 300, 400, 500K views. Yeah. And, uh, that's insane, bro. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Especially if you start to lose a little bit of the love for the videos you are creating. It's like, oh, this is a huge, there's 300K people watching. Yeah. And I'm not really liking what I'm making. This, it's a scary well, place to be. I feel like those were the videos that I enjoyed. I, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm my biggest critic. I'm, I'm never going to fully be satisfied with a video. Yeah. But as long as I enjoy doing them, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll release them. There have been some videos that I've recorded and I haven't released them. Like, And I'm kind of kicking myself for like one of them. I wish I would have did the Moab one. That was like the most footage yeah. I ever had. But it was just like... You just didn't post it? It was overwhelming. Mm. It was like at the end of this like, uh, I don't know, six week trip. And it was just like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm wore out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then I looked through the footage and it's all red. You know, it's Moab. It's like all the same color. So I'm just like, how do I find <laughs> the clips? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? That one's for me. That was, you know, like I love that place. Uh, the videos weren't doing good out of state. Um, once I got back 
uh, to Florida. I posted motive, mudding videos again. It kicked right back up. So I was like, all right, I know what my fans want to see. Um, that out-of-state riding as far as like mountain riding and, you know, rocks and stuff, that that can just be for me. Um, but yeah, the mud stuff's what they want, so... Do you know a guy named uh, Louis Cortese? BMX rider, lived out and grew up in Groveland. He moved uh, to Kansas recently. Not that I know of. I mean, he grew up in Winter Garden, though. Uh, oh, yeah, not Winter Garden. He, he was out in Groveland. He, oh, grew, okay, he yeah, grew up in Groveland. Then. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting that uh, you're from Winter Garden because Winter Garden is very... Is there any off-roading places in Winter Garden here in Florida? No, not really. I mean, there's... I mean, you... We could still ride. I mean, everything's grown up now. Like all the like the little local spots. But no, I didn't. Um, I had a four wheeler when I was like four up to until like seven or so. So you were whipping then, that. You were whipping that thing in the cul-de-sac and the retention ponds and stuff. Is that kind not of? when I was a kid? I was out oh, okay. when I was a kid. Okay. But then, like at seven, my parents sold and uh, I didn't buy another four wheeler until you know I was grown. Like probably like. 21 22 years old something like that and uh that's when i started getting back into it and you know my dad used to mud he had mud trucks back in the day and he was actually like top dog back in the day he had this toyota flatbed on 44s and back in the 90s i was pretty big sweet uh so i got him back into it which is cool and um but you know like i'd ride my friends four-wheelers here and there but i always loved riding so um someone was selling a four-wheeler and i was like yeah i want it and yeah. that's I, it was like a little honda recon 250 which is in the tree at my house now no way you got a car in a tree or uh, a four-wheeler four in a tree yep yeah <laughs> that's the most harry potter thing i think i've ever heard dude <laughs> yeah, it's good decoration <laughs> it's funny when people come over that don't know about it and like, yeah. what, what is that i actually have like three or four in trees now <laughs> well smaller ones but the that is, that one's worth the most up there. I'm pretty sure I've seen a Snapchat story of your four-wheeler in a tree without even knowing it was probably yours. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure probably. I've seen that locally. It's been on like some like snap big Snapchat pages and stuff. Like Sweet. I can't remember. Like I've had a couple videos out there of me on like, you know, all the Snapchat and viral hog and stuff like that. Mm. So it's out there somewhere. I was doing, so uh, my best friend, he has a backyard with a nice bonfire. So we'll go out to that bonfire and we always do this thing when we're hanging out there. We do a top five and we do a snake draft. Uh -huh. We were doing a top five for vehicles. My fir I had the first round first pick and this is what I locked in with and they all made fun of me the entire time, but hear me out. First round, first pick in the draft. I went with a golf cart. Parked in the garage, seats in the back, little stereo system or a JBL speaker on it. Mm -hmm. Maybe a tarp. If it's raining, you can roll down if you need. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you just got a, the nicest golf cart in the neighborhood. Yeah. First round, first pick. They all shitted on me. They were picking Porsches and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. I'm like, but the golf cart, man. Yeah. What, yeah be honest, was that a bad pick or was that a good pick? No, that's a good pick. Uh, especially like now, I don't know about Claremont, but um, Groveland is all like, Golf, golf cart, cart access yeah. you can go everywhere 
And uh, so that would be something I, I'd have for sure. If I was I like, clearly, Winter Garden. clearly y'all haven't been to the villages because golf carts yeah. are fire out there. Oh, yeah. You can go anywhere. I mean, that'd be all I'd drive. Yeah. It's like going to the store, <laughs> I'd be in my golf cart. What first sure. round, first pick are you locking in with? <sighs> vehicle wise. Any vehicle. vehicle. It, could be, it could be military. It could be UFO. Mm, <laughs> damn, that's a tough question. Right? Uh, I would, you know, I'd just go with a, probably like an F-450. Okay. Like Safe something bet. useful I can yeah. pull, like, you know, overkill if it's a daily for sure. But, you know, something uh, I can pull anything with that's still a normal truck. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd probably take that back. If I had more time to think about it, I'd go with something like crazy for uh-huh. sure. But uh, golf cart's still a good choice. Too, okay. You thank know? you, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah. I did because they were all dogging <laughs> me. And then later in the draft, I went with uh, the Lime Scooters. Because okay. I'm like, what's better than walking out a little tipsy and you see a scooter and you're like, guys, look. And you're just riding. designated to your house, yeah. like always there, no matter what. You can leave it somewhere. It just Oh, responds. dude, that would be sweet. I used to, those red Razor scooters that were electric that kids could buy from yeah. Walmart and they had a max speed of like 12 miles per hour or something. Yeah. Th- those were my four-wheelers back in the day, dude. Yeah. Because, you know, ever since I broke my leg, I've been terrified. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get you out there. I, like, I would love to do it. it. I'll take you in the side-by-side. Side-by-side is like a car or like yeah. a Jeep. Yeah. Much. Like, you know what I mean? You'll like it. A little bit easier going. But, yeah, I get it with the four-wheelers because I won't ride four, three-wheelers again. I, I hurt myself, like, um, in, like, 2021, 20, like, a couple months after I quit my job. So that was my scare. Uh I caught a tree. I caught my ankle in between the rear tire and a pine tree at like 30 mile an hour. And luckily I was wearing like my waders. So it like gave it that, that padding around my ankle. Sweet. But I slammed into that tree and it like, it put me down. It was like one of the, like I've never broken a bone. So it was like one of those pains where I'm like, oh shit, I think I've broke something for sure. Yeah. I didn't, I just sprained it really bad, but I was down for like a week. Dude, a bad sprain could be like a bad sprain hurts like a dude could hurt more than a broken boat. I don't know why. Something about a sprain. Yeah, I've sprained my ankles a lot. Like because I used to skateboard. So mm. like my wrists and my ankles, I've I've hurt them. So that's about and then I popped this like out of place one time where I thought it was broken, but it wasn't. They just, just popped it right it. back in. I would have, but I didn't know it wasn't broken. I didn't want to mess with it. I would have popped it back in. But yeah, I ended up paying all that money just for them to pop it. The most helpless moment of my life was I was longboarding and I ended up eating it on a hill over in Lake Mineola or Mineola. And I burnt my skin off Mm. of my hands. So I'm sitting here for weeks, probably about two weeks, where I just couldn't do anything with my hands, dude. Road rash is the worst. Road rash and burns. That that would I would say is the worst that's ever happened to me for sure. Road rash and burns. Yeah. Dude, I eat, <laughs> I ate the biggest. Ugh. Haven't touched a longboard since. I think I'm just a scaredy cat, bro. When it comes to yeah, crashing, like, bro. I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing because it's like, oh nope, uh, get hurt on yeah. that. Let me stay away. Like I get that. Um, even for me now, like with the four wheeler, like I won't ride it for a long time and hop back on it. Um, and I get that adrenaline rush like it's like my first time riding it again because like when when i was coming up i rode it all the time and i just got crazier and crazier on it to where i didn't have that rush anymore 
So it's like a good thing to be afraid of them because you you know it kind of keeps you at your limits. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to kind of balance those two out to where it's like not too much to where it's scary. You know what I mean? Because I'll I'll do some stuff and like my heart's just like everyone's like yeah and I'm like yeah I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> like, the adrenaline, yeah, the hits. adrenaline pumping. Um, which is not even that crazy. All I think about is the, like that, that four wheeler landing on me and that like at the end of the day is like the, you know, the scariest, the worst thing, especially in the water and yeah. it flips over, but it's a little safer in the water unless you're flying through it. Yeah. But you know, so like just growing up in winter garden, um, what was your kind of childhood grow and growing up like? Cause you didn't start YouTube until about three years ago. Yeah. I was, I was, uh. I was a good kid. I skated. I was, um, I did like to party, you know, I was, I kind of broke the rules a little bit here and there, but you know, like I was still respectable or respectful to, um, you know, authority with long hair. If you have long hair like that, you, you, dude, you gotta enjoy yourself a little extra sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're young. Yeah. Um, you know, and then when I grew up, and I was old enough. Well, you know, I was going to bars with a fake ID and stuff. And like, I just did that for so long up until I was probably like, you know, 22. And by the time I was 22, I was like, you know, I need it. What am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I just, I just like to have fun, really. I skated and partied. Pretty much skated and party. Yeah. I, I was a good kid. I, you know, yeah. skated and partied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was. Uh, I didn't really do good in school. Um, I, I could if I wanted to, but I was, you know, I, I, I just wanted to work. I wanted to make money. I didn't, you know, I just didn't see the point. And the like, I got it. You know what I mean? But I wasn't going to college. I wasn't yeah. doing any of that. So by the time I was like. 17 i realized that so it was just like whatever and when i turned 18 uh i went and got my gd um which is pretty much the same thing yeah and um yeah i went out and got a diesel mechanic job so sweet i mean yeah so what uh if you don't mind me asking for like diesel mechanics how much were you making before you switched to full-time youtuber uh about a thousand a week a thousand I mean, a week yeah which like before inflation and everything that was pretty that was pretty yeah, good yeah and then with youtube on top of that and merch and all that i was i was making the most money right at the end before i quit my job that's the most money i've ever made dude inflation is crazy and then also like local economics is crazy to me because whenever i work with brands over in california mm-hmm. i feel like they will say a number where i'm like Oh, I, I wouldn't usually like, cause yeah. I'm like you, you know, I like receiving things, receiving yeah, things yeah. is cool, but, uh, you don't want to ask for too much. I don't want to ask for too much. You also make sure you get your foot in the door too. Right. So that's my biggest thing is like, I'll like underball myself or lowball myself. Yeah. Those California guys, I don't know if their economy is just really good over there or they just have a lot of money, but I feel like they always throw out bigger numbers to me. And I'm like, well, it's different. Everything's more expensive over there. True. So the cost like, of living, you know, yeah, the cost of living's up. So like that to them is like, you know, different. I probably get get off the phone call and they're like, dude, we just got this guy to do a ten <laughs> ad reads for only like a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, a oh, hundred. Yep. yep. <laughs> it works. I mean, everyone's happy. So I mean, that yeah. Works. But yeah. 
what uh what's the big brand because you have your own merchandise Mm -hmm. uh are you still selling your merch what merch do you sell Uh, shirts the site isn't up right now um we are working on something uh a new drop sweet uh it'll come sometime next year we wanted to do it before christmas but it we would have been pushing ourselves with everything we have coming up so uh we're gonna shoot for early next year um but yeah uh that that kind of blew up you know swamp ranch like i said that just yeah i just kind of drew something it looked cool and yeah you know like it's really more of like a support thing people will buy it to support but i also kind of want to make it stylish and something everyone could wear you know what i mean instead of just the mud in scene i want to make it for a little bit of everyone i see yeah yeah it's a hard balance with merchandising where it's like I don't want to just throw my name on something and then give it to you. I want to like put some care into it. That this. was my thing. And it was so hard to come up with like the logo. Like it was like I've had, I had a couple people try to do it and it was just like, no. And then finally I just grabbed an iPad and like drew it out. And I was like, that's it. That's it. You yeah. know, cause I'd always, I used to do this thing where like I'd take people's names and I'd combine them into like one thing. Like I'd use that part of the letter to make like say like a J, I can okay. use one line of the J to make an A, and then an M you do another like yeah uh, point, and you know and you can do an E off that M or whatever. I don't know what I just spelled, Jame, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. It's almost like hitting a random button. Just yeah. to, like what's happening. Yeah, I do that sometimes. I'll sometimes sit in front of a piece of paper, like on my notebook. I have a notebook on my desk because uh-huh. writing it down always helps. And I'll just start writing random things. Yeah. Because when it comes to content, it's like hard to come up with creative ideas for designs, thumbnails. Oh, yeah. I could only videos. You had to do uh, like, I'm sure you spent what the whole week pretty much. Oh, yeah. Figuring all this out. Yeah, it takes time. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think that like, you know, oh, they have a YouTube channel. All we got to do is He's so lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They throw the L word in there. It's like, lucky. Dude, Dude. YouTube's the hardest job I've ever had. We'll say that right now. Yes. The hardest because you are challenged. You're you're trying to one-up yourself each time. There's no breaks. If you take a break, you see that in the numbers the next time. You know, unless you come out with something crazy, like, you know, video next. Yeah. Which is probably what I'm gonna have to do because I've waited like five months to post. Uh-huh. But well, we we, work. we talked about Joe Rogan and what I, I like about Joe Rogan is he does the post and ghost uh, technique, where he'll he'll post whatever he's got or you know he, I'm sure he's automated now. Joe Rogan doesn't care about posting on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah, or but he posts, doesn't look at it ever again. Yeah, that's such an interesting concept, which can be counterintuitive because you want to see feedback. Yeah. yeah. Um, I try to engage as much as I can. What I do is I just like ignore the negative comments. Yeah. Cause those are the ones that like, you know what I mean? If if you're gonna take time to do it, do it for like the people that show support. Now, what those negative comments don't know is they still help like algorithms, you yeah. know, they help in the algorithm and like you you almost wanna get caught on that side. Like on Facebook, all my biggest videos are just people talking shit and like, Mm. you know, I'll have millions of views of just people talking shit. And it's like, yes, that's what I want. (laughs) Like like it it blew up. It worked, you know? And I think different communities have more hate comments too, because I had uh, Ray Roberts on the podcast two episodes back 
she's this girl. She's a licensed race driver, uh, uh, race car driver. Yeah. She's also a hyperrealism artist for cars. Amazing girl. Anyways, on the podcast, she talked a little bit about kind of hate comments. You know, every once in a while we get in, the, when I'm talking to an influencer, entertainer, content creator, we talk about hate comments every once in a while. Yeah. And I posted a clip of us talking about car customization and her explaining there's a right way to do it sometimes, but she understands the community of these guys just tearing her a new one. Talking about this girl has no, no, no idea what she's yeah. talking about. And none of them has a firm ground to stand on. They're just all hating. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, the, um, the car community is a community, especially if you're a girl, you just get hate comments. Yeah. Like from random dudes. Dang, that sucks. For I mean, money. But at I, the same time, it's good though too because it just like, yeah. it, it it brings, it, it puts you in the light of someone that like, you know, a new potential fan that actually likes your stuff. You sure. know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, Whistling Diesel. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I think I he's have. He's a big YouTuber now. And now he's getting into the car, if you're into that. But he started off with just, like, doing stupid stuff and, like, you know, mocking, like, you know, uh, just putting, like, barrels on his tires, beating up trucks, and he, like, just destroys them. So oh, yeah, everyone, yeah, I've seen Whistling. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, so, like, everyone would just talk shit. And like I watched him blow up from the very beginning. He de he destroys like really nice cars now. Every once in a while, he'll get like a. Oh, I gotta yeah. look this up. Yeah, now he's on a whole nother level. Yeah, and uh, most of it's come from all hate comments. You Fire. know, in the beginning, that's all it was. And I was like, dang, I kind of feel bad for this dude. But I'm like, holy crap, he's blowing up. It and works. that's when I realized I was like, okay, I was like, the algorithm is being you know, po being polarizing can sell even in like an andrew tate sense where he just takes a stance and he knows he's poking a, a bear oh, every yeah. once in a while mm -hmm. he's like well that's gonna generate yeah. a million comments from those people yeah like, that's why i had to throw that in there and it's hard to do that because you don't want to be that guy because like i mean when i go out and film my videos it's it's for the most part it's just me running around with a camera yeah. every like i i do the skits and uh i do want to kind of put some more skits into my youtube videos like like jokes and stuff but like i mean when i go to an event it's just me rolling around with a camera riding it's like almost like vlogging pretty much is vlogging i think that's why people like your stuff so much is it's your iphone you know you're out there you're really a part of the culture mm -hmm. and you're really just documenting what's going on yeah yeah it's that's so all it is it's so true there's no like fakeness when it comes yeah. to it no 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 yeah. that is i i mean i I can't, I mean, I, I can't like put on like a different act and then be out there with the people. I don't know. I, I, I know some people that do it and like, I mean, you can tell just from watching the videos that they do it, but it's different. Like when you, it's always like, Oh, I wonder what they're like in real life. You know what yeah. I mean? When my fans meet me, like they already know what I'm going to be like in real life because it's the same old, like, it's just me. Like, you know, I'm out there. So, uh, you know, there's enthusiasm helps in these videos. And there's some guys that just aren't enthusiastic and like they're more chill anyway. So they kind of have to do that. So I get it. And whatever yeah. works, works more power to them. But for me, I'm already like a more energetic guy, especially when stuff starts happening. You know what I mean? Like I'm out there. So I don't really have to like do all that extra. You're, just, you're 
you're just like holding the phone right here, sitting in the yeah. swamp, just like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff I actually have to take out because it's just, I go too far. Like, <laughs> with my friends and stuff or like, you know, like I, I say something about someone I don't know and I'm joking and it's like, uh, I don't want them to be, you know, I don't know yeah. if they're going to be cool about that. A lot of times I'll just leave it, but uh, there's some where I'll take it out when I'm joking around too much, maybe not youtube friendly i should yeah yeah that's what's nice about editing bro editing's great yeah i'm like i'll do a recording session whatever i'm recording i be like trust me it's gonna be great like yeah, all i have yeah. to do is cut this out and then leave that in and we're yeah, great yeah yeah i was uh i remember when i realized like like i have the power to like do anything like you know like once i like once my channel started to become like an actual channel and like you know is popular which it happened pretty quick yeah but uh i remember walking out to start a video one day and i was just talking to the camera like recording i'm like dude i can i just realized i can start this video however i want you know i'm yeah. sitting there trying to think of an intro and i'm like oh i can just record you know instead it's a blank of blank canvas and yeah yeah you know, because you, you're trying to think, okay, how do I want to start? Like, how do I want to start this video when they first turn it on? What do I want to say? And I'm like, oh, I really don't have to say anything. I can just start it like that. So I use that clip in the video, me realizing that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's cool how you can control it. Whenever people ask for advice to start doing podcasting or start doing videos, I always say the same thing. I'm like, just get your first one out of the way. Just do the process. Yeah. Don't even. I'm. I make videos where I don't even post them. Like you said, you do yeah. the same thing. Uh -huh. At least yeah. you, repetitions. You yeah. try. Yeah. The it more you do time. it. I mean, if I I go back and look at my old videos and I like cringe. Yeah. And like even I could probably go back and look at my last video and just because it was five months ago I'll like be like. Uh. But so I mean, like I said, you're always trying to one up yourself in this YouTube, like you know, and as a creator um that's all you're trying to do so like you want to go back and look at your old videos and cringe because if they're all the same it's kind of like uh if there's no growth there you know what i mean yeah dude yeah. I, i'm actually really excited to uh come up with a video idea to come out and like just record the swamp ranch dude, bro. that's you gotta, you gotta come i can't out. believe you're like 15 right minutes road, yeah you gotta come out man. yeah we'll I'll set a date a bro tour i'll get over my fear of four-wheelers i'll start looking in the mirror yeah, uh, yeah yeah get over that i i i'm honestly i'm not as i wouldn't be scared but yeah just joking you'd be good i mean i'm not scared of anything dude of. <laughs> i'm not even dude you can scare me with a spider right now bro <laughs> oh my girlfriend has this uh she's she doesn't just dislike cockroaches uh, when she sees terrible. a cockroach it is it'll scare you because of her reaction yeah. <laughs> yeah. you see those videos where it's like uh yeah. they yeah. act like uh something really crazy happened yeah, the yeah. other person's also uh -huh. no and i didn't realize this till there was a cockroach in her apartment i wasn't there so i'm on facetime with her and she's breaking down crying locked in a room on the floor like freaking out like there's a cockroach yeah. and nobody's here to come get it i'm like i've never seen the side of you baby like i'm yeah. uh, oh yeah get drive here hurry i need help that's bad like, it's like this big <laughs> she's zooming in from across the room shaking yeah what would she do if you weren't there oh dude called the cops oh she man. ended up calling her she called her brother she called her sister oh, she went through the whole list who yeah. was getting there first and she you know you couldn't talk her down yeah that was a fear she was oh, tetrified 
Tetrified? I don't know if I'm terrified. that afraid of like anything. Like I, I'm mm. like sure, like if I was eye to eye with like a, you know, like a freaking tiger or something yeah. or a lion, like you know, like the. But I, I wouldn't freak out like that. I think I'd just, I don't know what I'd just do. Like, All right, this I'd is almost it. freeze. Yeah, you'd have to accept it. Like you know, I, guess I see, I see Colt Jean on a tiger mudding with a tiger, dude. Oh, dude if, I'm in, <laughs> if I'm in my four wheeler side by side, I'm I'm taking it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm off. You see any crazy animals out there? Um, gators? Not really. Yeah, gators all the time. You ever get a little close to one without knowing? They're yeah. afraid of. They're probably really yeah, afraid of the afraid engines. Of you out there, like yeah. you know, and then you got these big knobby tires coming through. Um, but yeah, I see some gators. There's like there's a lot of people that will like jump off their four-wheeler and go to try to catch them yeah oh yeah but like i don't do that i'm, I'm it's a great video <laughs> idea <laughs> that's yeah. a great thumbnail right yeah, there yeah. I, i'm pretty sure you can get in trouble for it we have uh like i have gators out at my house and stuff so i mean like they're out there swimming around you ever throw them thanksgiving food no you don't want to do that you don't, don't want to feed them the gators they and come then, too much yeah and then they'll get comfortable and they'll come up and get you, you. that's when they get you that's why you mm. see like those signs like don't feed the gators because like they get comfortable with humans then they aren't afraid of them no more and then that's when people start getting got yeah they probably see you and then they're like oh that's food that means food yeah if anything i'm like riding towards them like hey this is mine yeah like, get back there. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, i've only actually seen like the little baby gators at on my property i know there's a big one out there mama's out there somewhere she's hiding she's probably just yeah. watching you every day yeah without you even knowing she's like yeah there's colt yep Yep. You know how they just... Pretty much. They're so I, slow at first. They're just... Yeah, they can move quick, though. Yeah. But yeah, they're, like, real chill. If you don't mess with them, they ain't gonna mess with you for the most part. Yeah. And if you get too close, they're gonna take off. Some of the videos I do on my personal channel, I've been trying the intricacies of doing, like, crazy, outlandish, difficult things. Yeah. And that my buddies... I do a boys-only podcast where it's just me and the boys, and we're hanging out. We drink wine. We'll do whatever. Uh-huh. And they brought up how I should fight a bear. And I'm oh, like, if I ever yeah, fight no. a bear for a YouTube video, tell me to stop making content and yeah, I'm taking yeah. it too far. Yeah, you'll die. Yeah. There's no winning. Black like, bear, though? You think? No, there's no winning. Okay. It's a, it's I a think bear. A black bear, though. It's a bear. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's a bear. Think uh, about, like, the strongest dude you know and then times that by, like, yeah. 10. He'd get me. Yeah. He'd get me. Yeah. And then he has like claws and you know, you're, you're gonna punch a bear like really think about a bear's facial structure you're gonna I, punch a bear and it's gonna hurt it i really? feel like you can spook a bear but you ain't gonna win it's like if that bear's wanting to come after yeah. you it's gonna get you is the hay bear a real thing going hey bear is that a real to scare bears away i've never heard of that people so on trails and stuff i guess when you see a bear you know how you're not supposed to run or anything yeah, you're supposed to like yell or something yeah you're supposed to like say different. hey bear hey bear and i'm like no nah, i don't know about that i'm getting out of there i ain't talking to him yeah. uh, i might talk like yo bro chill like we good right we good, right yeah. <laughs> like, just to I'll comfort be, yourself like, like, hey, yo. like yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't know i don't know any of the tricks i just know if i see him i'm out but I feel like bears are kind of like the same thing. They get spooked when people come around. Unless you're yeah. messing with their cubs or something. Like, same with gators. You're messing with their little, whatever, little lizards. Yeah. Uh, they're, they aren't going to mess with you. I don't think. I, I, I would hope not. I just love when a dog or a cat walks back to the house and they got a little 
uh, tail hanging out their yeah. mouth. Yeah. And they're like looking at you. Look what I found. They always want to show oh, yeah. you too. Dude, cats are brutal. They are brutal killers. We just actually got a new kitten um, out there. And like they'll they'll bring back water moccasins and squirrels. Wow. Birds. Like they kill They're hunters out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cats scare me. Like if a cat really disliked me. I, a dog scares me a little bit less if it really disliked me because uh-huh. I know how to fight it. You know, yeah, you know yeah, it's yeah. gonna tear me up. Yeah, and if there's multiple, I'm 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 done for. But a cat, I feel like on. it'll climb on, latch on, run, and then jump back on. Oh, fuck a cat up. You'd fuck a cat up. Yeah, if that thing was latched onto me or whatever. Yeah, that cat's coming off of me. Yeah, yeah. You'd I just mean, grab I'm gonna it. have some scrapes and stuff, but I mean, yeah. like a dog though, like the right dog will get you, dude. Once they, True. you know what I mean. But yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. Like I feel like until you're in that spot, and then you're like, oh shoot, because you don't want to hit a f- dog first. Yeah, they gotta come at you. Like, <laughs> they're gonna press charges, bro. <laughs> yeah. So they the dogs kind of gotta attack you first yeah. before you swing. So like, uh, you gotta sit there and wait for them to come. But I feel like I I can take a dog. Yeah, nobody wants to kill a dog, but everybody wants to kill a cat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I you know. I, I would do anything to make sure that dog was good to walk away, but like if an a cat, cat, like yeah, get the fuck out of like, here. like we've had a mean cat when I was a kid. Like, like you would never see it as an indoor cat. I mean, you never see it, and when you do, it just like gave you the deathish uh, look, like and just went, <laughs> like and it like it was like yo, fuck that cat. Like that cat needs to accidentally get lost. Or accidentally. <laughs> Uh, my dad and my little sister tried that once. I don't know if my stepmom knows. Sorry, dad. <laughs> but, uh, you heard it here. I, I just I just found out about it the other day. So, uh, but yeah, I guess they try to get rid of that cat. Uh, like they On like, ran out. Like they left the door open and shut it, and then the cat came back. So they're like, "Dang it, dude! <laughs> this cat! Like we found it. So it was. It wasn't like you know we it's bought a feral it. Yeah, cat. It was a feral cat, but dude, this cat was." A demon it was it was bad that's the thing is you're not gonna find dogs can become evil uh-huh. with improper you know relationships and stuff but a cat could just be evil man yeah yeah they're just they, i feel like they all like just they have like even if they're nice they still they still be doing evil stuff they don't care it's all about them look at how much they kill what other animal kills that much just for True. fun true you know what i mean cats kill for fun probably just humans like i had a cat sit there and um it was playing with something on the porch and i wasn't paying attention and then all of a sudden it flew past my head and i look and it was a mouse it was just still alive and he was just sitting there playing with them like yeah. throwing them around and stuff yeah and then he ran up and caught him again yeah i was like oh shoot most cats are like that but yeah. uh, my girlfriend's cat, she's the type of cat that just looks at the cockroach. Yeah. So it's so fun. Actually, oh, dude, there was a cockroach. Cat. Yeah. Was a fire <laughs> yeah. Cat or like. Funny enough, this cat. So it's very cute. I love everything about this cat. She's a great cat. Yeah. But when it sees another animal, it's not the it. it its personality changes. Yeah. Um, it doesn't like any other animals, cats or dogs. I brought over this boxer that I watch every once in a while. Her name's Bella cute huge boxer though yeah. scary looking boxer can be oh my gosh grace the cat was not having it yeah ears down did not leave sight of the oh my god oh, yeah cats will be like that i mean unless they're they 
like you know you have dogs like they they're cool with your dogs but if you bring in an, uh, an outside dog yeah it, it's it's hit or miss you never know with like cats and dogs when like even good dogs that are good with everyone else you never really know if they're going to be good with that cat true too so like cats are like that though with pretty much anything you guys have dogs out there uh when you're off-roading and stuff is it for do they just come out to have fun or do the dogs do something for you while you're out um, there? Um we used to. We try not they're getting older now, so I mean okay. and they've gotten ran over quite a few times. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh. but uh, you know, by accident, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like like when we've learned like if we're having parties, definitely go up. And now anytime we ride, they go up because for one, they get filthy dirty and then we have yeah. to wash them so or hose them down there ain't no point washing them like religiously out there but um yeah uh we put them up now but yeah i used to run my dog a lot when he was younger good he's probably an athletic dog though oh yeah very real athletic very you yeah. know there one of them is or one of the pit bulls is i should say the other one's the opposite he's like a shop dog he just uh -oh. around and like in the shop he's a crowd favorite <laughs> You know, one of the worst things in human existence is sprinting on sand or like jumping on sand. Yeah. What's it like sprinting or like jumping in mud? Does it work? Um, it's it's hard. Have you gotten like, stuck with your feet? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, help, yeah. Help. Yeah. Well, like if you have like shoes or waders on, you can get stuck. I actually got the, some like a new style waders where they have like boots where you put on... I don't know if you know what waders are. They like the, they're the big overalls. Yeah. Okay. And they keep that keeps dry. the yeah. Yeah. So like typically your waiter will be like a boot built all in one, like into your overalls. These like fin trail waders I have, um, you put on the waders and the it's like a sock and then you can put on your shoe. Mm. So it's waterproof. It's like laces compared to like a rubber rain boot. Like, okay. if you're going through the mud, that rubber rain boot's going to, like, get stuck and your foot can come out because it's not laced up. But with these, you have laced up boots to where, like, you can just walk right through it. Yeah. So, it, it's sick. But, yeah, you can wear yourself out trying to walk through mud. I want to see, for some reason, I just had this thought of Kanye West mudding. I feel <laughs> like Kanye West, I just, he just wears stuff like that, like waders without even being mudding. Like, I could see him go out and trying that. Big old boots. Yeah. Little yeah. Kanye, Kanye, <laughs> yay! Right on the, on yeah, the waiters, dude. You'd be surprised who you see out there. But in like, I have a bunch of like um, sports teams that follow, or not teams, but players that follow me. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of people into it that are all like, and that have gotten into it just because of YouTube and you know all these videos. They they start watching like my channel, Oster Cruisers, and they see all these different channels and they're. Uh, you know, it's they want to try it, and once you try it, dude, it's no going back. Yeah, anyone that comes out to my house that has never yeah. been mudding, they like. There's a lot of people that go out and buy a side by side or a four wheeler yeah. shortly after. The environment sounds amazing. Like you said, it sounds like an escape. Because for me, my escape is probably you know going down to the basketball court alone on sunset yeah. or uh, going to the beach and drinking a little bit and just mm -hmm. kind of playing spike ball. Yeah, mudding, you know, good music on, whatever you got going sounds yeah. like it's like an escape and an adventure at the same time. Because realistically, you don't know what's going to happen on those trails. You don't know like what's out there, this and that. Yeah. Um, 
I like to go out there and rescue people. Like, you know, if I see someone broke down or stuck or whatever, I like to be the guy to like, uh, that's hey, cool. <laughs> you need help? <laughs> yeah, I bet you do here. Yeah. <laughs> like, hook up the window. Let me save it's you. It's fun. That's how you meet new people, um, too. And like, um, it's better for me, too, because like, I could go out to like the main area and park. And then there's a bunch of people that come up and start. And I feel like, like, like you said, your buddy likes to connect with yeah. people and get to know them so do i so like when i have a bunch of people just coming up hey can i get a picture of this that that and they we like i i get pulled away from like you know i'm trying to just talk to as many people much. as i can so like when i'm out there in the trails it's just like that one little group so i, mm. I get my time with them and then that group show and them I, a good time know, and then yeah yeah so it's just like i like to get to know people and like the area and being out there in the woods and the swamps have you ever just seen a random person just out there yeah that's freaky and it, it's like you you think about it though because like you'll see a random person and then like it's like oh yeah i'm a random person too so it might be freaky for them yeah. too but um yeah i mean like that's the kind of stuff especially at like night when there's like no one and you're like aren't in like a like events is different because yeah. it's like you know everyone's there for the same reason when you go out to like these local spots where it's like you know you just go in and ride that can be freaky because like i mean you never know especially if they don't even have a ride they're just sitting out there yeah. they're just standing there across the forest uh, looking at you <laughs> yeah that's why i like my side by side it makes me feel safe it's all metal and protected True. and everything i can just plow through the like if i gotta get away i'm like bear tries to attack me it's like I got metal doors, not plastic anymore. So you I'm know. good now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can grab you off your four wheeler in the pitch black and the yeah. floor. You you have a bunch of lights on all of your vehicles when you go yeah. in the town? Yeah, it's all lit up, especially my side by side. Sweet. So well, I don't have like those like disco Timmy lights that light up and all that. I yeah. have like LED pods. As I have ten LED pods around my whole side by side, plus the headlights. Um, so I can see like a full 360 around my side by side if I need to. What's the legal stuff when it comes to finding land to have fun with? Um, is there, you know, set spots that everybody knows is cool, cool to do there? Or is there secret spots where it's like cops might pull up and be like, hey, y'all got to get out of here, man. I feel like, no, like all the local spots would be like, you're taking a risk of cops showing up. And, um, so, I mean, but... For the most part, you don't have to deal with that. Uh, I try not to ride local um, so much just because, like, or at least try not to film it when I do because, you know, no one wants their spot blown up. You don't want to ruin shut it. down and a bunch of cops coming out. And I, like, you know, like, I'm not there to do that. I don't name the place if I do film, but um, I don't want to piss off the locals either. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I try to be respectful of their, you know, their home little base um and still ride there at the same time it was bittersweet like when i blew up because i'm like dang like i would i would do that i'd announce where i'm going and then i'd see people like not like it so i'm like ooh, let me take that yeah find a balance you know what i mean so i'm like dang can i not ride at these places anymore right. Are people just gonna be pissed off at me yeah but for the most part everyone loves it you know yeah so when you arrive all the guys cool. like well there's old colt gene what's up man yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean like Dude, I got a lot of love out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, go out there 
And especially in Florida, when I go to Florida, it, it feels like everyone there knows who I am because everyone's waving. Yeah. And like saying Swamp Ranch, Cole. And I remember like specifically uh, the first time I realized that I was just going down Main Trail and it happened. Like uh, I had a couple of YouTube videos blow up. I was like, you know, oh, I did good. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that many people like knew who I was at that point. So it was just like, it just like, it was eye opening. And that was probably, uh, around that time is when like, I was like, okay, I, I can do something with this. You know what I mean? Like I can like actually push it. Like if this many people know who I am locally, I can travel to these parks and get my name out there but mm-hmm. build even crazier stuff like my side by side and swamp buggy and all that yeah right before we recorded i was saying my or did, did we say it on the podcast i don't remember but my best friend's girlfriend's family you know introduced me to you and mm-hmm. she was like this guy is like jesus to my family yeah. <laughs> she used the j word i was like holy mm-hmm. and i you know i started watching it and i'm like people love your stuff bro dude yeah i, I love it i can tell i mean like I said, they're they're the ones that keep me going. This is the hardest yeah. job, and I really don't make much doing it. And everything yeah. I do make, it, right there, it dumped right back in. Yeah. So everyone that's into this sport knows how much it costs. So it, it is hard to like tell myself, oh, keep going. Uh, but that, like, even hearing that about your friend, like that right there, like keeps me, yeah, keeps me going, and it's the reason I do it. Uh-huh. Really. I walked past a basketball court. I was on like episode 46 of the podcast. I have this whole crazy story that my viewers have heard plenty of times. But um, the day before I started full-time college was the first time I had like a viral clip come off the podcast. And I was about to quit the podcast that night. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the guy I had on that I went viral with stopped by my job with a cake and a balloon. And I had my notifications turned off. And he's like, it's had one million written on it. And he's like, yo, look at your phone. And I yeah. pull up my phone. It's like... 80,000 notifications. I'm like, that's dope. Yeah, uh, such a good feeling. Dude, and I walked past the basketball court a couple weeks after, and a bunch of kids from the basketball court started saying, yo, yo. Like, And the in the clip, it, the clip was about go get the gas. It was a viral oh, clip we yeah, had. I yeah. yeah. I, I was like, holy that whole shit. Podcast. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Back then? Or just no, recently? No, recently. Okay, after so you wait. reached out, I was like, yeah. all right, let me see his highest viewed. And then I, I watched part of uh, The Girl. The, the most recent one, yeah. Yeah, I watched part of that too. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, I checked out I was out like, that what? One. That I... guy has some good energy, man. Oh, I can yeah. see, I don't know who he is, but I, I know he's somebody because of yeah. his energy and his he lives. He lives in Groveland. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, he, he actually has a studio spot in Groveland. He has a whole thing built out. Uh if you ever needed like a sit down recording studio, okay. he, he's got That's that. Dope. What's his name again? His name's Ty House. Ty House. But his uh, social media name is Mr. Go Get the Gas. Okay. Mr. Go Get the Gas. Oh, so that's He insane. said that. And then everybody, every time he would see somebody like, yo. Was, does he, he does like YouTube? Or? Yeah. Okay. He, he does like the studio videos where he'll do 10 on 10, find your match. And so oh, he has okay. all his friends come out and the girls and guys talk and he's kind of like the host. Okay. And he he does vlogs. Like he'll go to South Beach, Miami and he's just this really loud, crazy guy. Yeah, yeah. He's and he'll got be at South Beach. Like, YouTube 100. Yeah. He, like I was going to say, he doesn't do it, he yeah. needs to. Uh-huh. But yeah. Great guy. You'll have right to meet him. I was with him all day yesterday. In, in fact, he might be lifting with me today. I'll have to introduce you guys at some point. All right. But 
that's what you know i love doing this stuff man um, it's fun man yeah. you get to be creative like i'm a creative person like i don't know if you can tell but like that's how i the whole the randomized whole letters thing i was like okay he is creative yeah, yeah. you so, write a letter i mean i i like i i grew up writing music um yeah that's like always been that's actually i i always wanted to be an entertainer and all my friends growing up they would be like you're gonna be famous one day you're gonna be famous yeah. like everyone would say it and i was like i know like, it's I, like, yeah, sure. like not in a cocky way but yeah. like i know because everyone freaking tells me and i had always thought it was gonna be for music and for the longest time i'd fight it like i i've recorded so many songs probably like not a shitload, but enough like to release a couple albums. Wow. Um, but I've never released them just because like I didn't I didn't know if I wanted that. You know mm. what I mean? Like I would think, okay, what comes with like the fame? Like, you know what I mean? Like and what comes with music? You have to do shows, you have to travel as fast as fast. Which I would enjoy, but I, I really didn't want the nightlife. You know what I mean? That's really smart that you thought about the actual work work itself. Because everybody's like, oh, I like making music and I want to be, a, you know, a mm-hmm. hip-hop artist. And they're like, wait, this requires going on tour and yeah. shows and managers? Yeah. yeah. Which, I like, I say that, but I'm still going to release a song probably, Sick. maybe. I don't well, you got, like I said, you have like the following I, to do so. Yeah. So I do want to at least share. There is one song specifically that I want it, like, I have to share with the world. It's like... Cause music is more for like me, like I'll write, I'll write a verse and then not finish the song and just feel better about myself. And like, and then I forget about it. I've done so many of those. Um, so like just lately I haven't like with the whole YouTube thing, I haven't really had time, but there is like this one song I lost and I lost it for like a year. And I thought about it every single day. Cause that was like the one song I would have released uh it's like really personal and deep but it's like one of those songs where it's like dude i gotta share this like, yeah you know what i mean it's selfish to keep it to you're gonna myself. make a music video and stuff too and yeah yeah sweet. it's it's gonna be like i have a whole idea in my head of how it's gonna go it's gonna be probably a high budget music video sweet. but i'm gonna try to get it done like like through networking as much as i can to kind of get that price down but uh yeah yeah, I'll find someone. You gonna throw in like uh, mudding and off-roading into the video? You think that's gonna be a concept or will it um, be something it, completely different? It it'll be out there at the property. I do want to do it at the property because it's like a good that's look. you. But um, it, it's not gonna be like a like me riding. I'll probably have my side by side in it. I do have a scene where my side by side's in it, but it's more of like a it's like two of me. The song's called War. And it's like so. This is like about, Eminem type stuff. There's two. Wait, so there's two versions of you? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, the song's called War, and it, it talks about like um like I'm at war with my own mind. Like there's both sides, like good, yeah. bad, or this or that, and like you're like you're trying to decide. Like I was trying to find myself, um, and you're battling this other self. Like you know yeah. what I mean? It's really coming out of my shell, and and like actually, I wrote the song right before i started youtube like you know all this so like i was at i was in like a really deep part of my life you know i was going through it you know everyone has everybody has those months like there's levels to it but yeah you know i was like it was one of my lowest and um that song as soon as i finished that song it was just like 
a freaking switch. And yeah. uh, my mindset was completely different. Um, I was motivated. I was positive. And every, I recorded it. And every time I'd show it to someone, they'd be like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you see this? Like, yeah. They're like, yo, it's so good. Like, I see the chills. And like, but are you like, dude, you went through it. Like, I'm good now. Like, That's you know, sweet. like this song helped me through it. So, and that's what a lot of my music is. Um, I feel like if I, like, especially being, like, in the mudding industry, it's more, like, high hip-hop, yeah. you know, I mean, or... Real bassy, yeah. And you aren't really cruising around... Very Kevin Gates feel. ...listening to, like, deep music, you know yeah. what I mean? So, it's going to be... It's not going to be one of those songs where I... I hope not to hear it on the out on the trails because it's like really deep and yeah. You know, but um, that I feel like those songs are what hit home the most and like like all the other ones feel corny. I can write a you know you can write a hook, hit, yeah. But it just sounds like everyone else to me. Songs that you only listen to kind of while alone, yeah, or with that one friend you got that understands this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Those are always the most sweet. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of songs that I'll skip real quick if I'm if somebody's in my passenger seat because I'm like, oh, yeah. That's yeah, just... yeah. This is one of those that you'll yeah. skip and be like, all right, let me skip this. But like when you're on your, you're, like when you're by yourself, you listen to it and it's like, shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's deep, you know? Damn, bro. Well, I'm excited to, uh, if you if you have it after the pod, I'd love to like I, get a I snippet. I can show you like a clip okay of what i like all i have left i have to re-record the song because i like i said i lost the song but i ended up finding the lyrics uh and it reminded like, you a couple of it. months ago yeah and it clicked and i was like yeah. no i thought about it every day until i found those lyrics <laughs> like i i had to search for him and it was for like a year dude like it was gone maybe even two years and it killed me i was like i'll never write again if i don't find the song Dude, I had a hard drive that was a hard disk drive. So if you drop it, it breaks and it loses its memory. Mm -hmm. I had about episode like 30 to episode 98 all on this hard drive and I dropped it. Dang. And so I took it to I took it to this place that can restore it. A lot of this, a lot of the times they're not restorable. And mm. he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. This is one of those. It's just. Dang. You know, this happened, so it can't be restored. That sucks. And I was like, what? But I took that with a grain of salt where I'm like, maybe this is a showing me that say goodbye to all the old stuff you made mm -hmm. and make new, Yeah, you know? It's like a refresh. I mean, yeah. dude, I, I kind of regret it now, but I've deleted a lot of my videos because I never backed them up on my phone or anything. And when I'm going to a mud event and I need storage, you know, everything's on my phone. I need storage. Uh, I'm deleting. Yeah. Sometimes I delete the YouTube videos and a lot of times I do it on purpose because they're like 20, 30 minutes long. They take up, take up a lot of space. So a lot of my old content I don't have either, which sucks in a way, but... Um, yeah, it's like a refresh too. Yeah. We got new so stuff like, coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. new stuff. Uh -huh. Here we go. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna think of a crazy. I'm gonna think of a crazy fun video idea to uh, whether it's you just scaring the shit out of me in a in a side by side, and I'm yeah. just sitting there like, like we <laughs> got to do something like that with someone. I cool. put the camera up I, because this dude was scared, so I threw him in, and like he had no idea what to expect, you know. And uh, he put on different clothes and everything. I was like, dude, you aren't gonna get dirty. 
He goes, what? No, I'm, I'm gonna change. I was like, I promise you, you ain't gonna get dirty in this. And, uh, he still came out and, uh, yeah, I scared the shit out of him. So you don't get muddy in side by sides? No, you can, but I mean, like, you know, where, where, where I was taking him in my limited, like a limited has like, it's fully enclosed. So it's like a vehicle. So you can oh, go like, shoot. like water and still stuff still comes in, but like only at a certain depth and you okay. can just lift your feet up and then it drains out yeah. and you put your feet back down. <laughs> <laughs> Sick, man. But not for me, I'm hitting the gas, but you know, passenger. <laughs> Cold jeans always hitting the gas, man. Oh yeah. Cold, yeah. Sure. Well, bro, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. This is your podcast, Virginity, that I just took. This is my first podcast. Sick. I was excited. Uh, bro. You got to get uh, my Killed buddy J-Ball on here. Yeah, let's run it. We'll come back yeah. or something. Like, this was fun. We'll do, uh, I don't know, do you drink wine or beer or anything? Do you? Uh, every now and then. I don't drink wine or beer, but I, I drink liquor every now and then. I try not S- to sip drink. Sip on whiskey. Especially, like, yeah. like, my time to drink is, like, at events. But even there, I try not to do it because there's a lot of kids and a lot of people. True. You know, I like to stay on point. Uh, but yeah, I, I drink. I, I can drink socially. Sweet. Well, yeah. next time we'll, we'll run a pod. We'll have J-Ball. We'll, you know, drink some liquor then and we'll talk about fighting bears again, dude. I'm about All it. All right. I'm about it. Well, hey, everybody, links in the description. Colt Gene, follow his YouTube, follow his TikTok, follow his Instagram. He's available everywhere. Um, Colt Gene on everything with yeah. a K. With a K. With a K. Uh, this guy's the legend. Um, I love you guys. Thanks for stopping by. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Make this your weekly podcast. I'm telling you guys. Uh, we're going to have a boys only episode coming out after the Colt Gene interview. Um, appreciate y'all stopping by as always. This is Colt and Brant signing off. Peace. Peace. Peace.